everybody. This is Drew. I am here with Paul Stiver. Paul is um, one of our LDI interns, has a great story of how God has got a hold of him, and uh, excited to hear that. So, Paul, let's just get going. Yeah. Um, Stiver is correct. Paul Stiver. That is me, Paul Stiver. What is your full name? Paul Michael Stiver. Michael Stiver. Which is my dad's name. He goes by Mike, though. Mike Stiver. And he never wears Nike clothing. Because he wouldn't want people to call him Mikey. So it's important <laughs> to keep good in mind if your name is Mike, don't wear, don't Nike, wear Nike or you'll they might get call you Mikey. potentially teased. So, Man, that's a great tip. It's important. Well, to this was about. um, this was tips with Paul. Thanks, yeah. Paul, for coming. It's important. On. Just I want to make sure. Yeah. Spread the wisdom. Um, We're going to just ask you, Paul, to kind of share how the gospel and community and mission have played in your life. And let's just start with the gospel. What's your story? Where where did you first interact with the gospel? When did it take a hold? Hmm. I think you have a cool story in that. Yeah. Uh, My first experience with the gospel was actually here at Hope. Um, Just getting to, I was in a relationship with my now wife. Um, even though I, at the time was not a believer, um, I started to check out hope and I thought it was weird. I got, I watched people raise their hands during the singing and stuff and it was all unfamiliar to me. Um, but I kept coming. I felt compelled to keep coming. Um, and it was on, uh, uh, I was just telling the story. It's so good. So Cor had preached earlier, it was a baptism Sunday, and I had started journaling at some point along the journey, and I had my little journal, and, and everybody on the baptism Sunday was over here at Hope West, and everybody was cheering and excited for new baptisms, new believers getting baptized, and I, the music was playing, and everything was going, and I was just... And when somebody got dunked and there was a loud roar and I said, I want in on that. And I remember I wrote in my little journal today, March 1st, 2015, I give my life to Jesus Christ. That's awesome. Um, and then, so then the rest of my story, that, that was kind of, that was good. And I was coming to church, but I hadn't really attained to discipleship in any way yet. I was still a baby Christian. Stop, stop there. Let's back up some. Where, what was life before that? How did you end up ever even coming to a church? Yeah. So the Did you grow up in a church? I grew up in a Catholic church. And I think around the time of like catechism in eighth grade, I was just, I was done. I And not because of anybody's fault. It was just, I, it wasn't cool. It wasn't fun. I didn't want to be there. And so I started to check out. And then when I came to college and I started learning all these new ideas and having these new experiences, I thought I knew everything. When I look back on it now, I think I just wanted to do whatever I wanted to not feel convicted about it, which mm-hmm. uh, you still feel convicted, by the way. Um, it doesn't, even if you try not to. Uh, so then I lived, I, I eventually became more outspoken. I would say that I was an atheistic thinker and and I was outspoken about that, um, but I was always searching in my for for meaning. And I would try. I tried a million things, but some that most notably come to mind. I tried to be a personal trainer, and I failed at that. I tried to get really into leadership at my job, 
uh, and and just wasn't able to ever. My personality wasn't good for getting promoted there. I tried um, relationships and those failed. Those just proved empty with the way that I was pursuing them. I tried all these different paths and ultimately kept finding myself unfulfilled. And so I started to do community service and I pursued it very heavily. I, I mean, I was giving blood every other week and I was doing any any free time yeah. I was doing community service. Um, and along with that, started to think about maybe a different plan for my path. So I left my job at, in, in management and warehouse for Reading Corps, the Reading Corps program, which is an education and it's not paid and or it's, it was a stipend. So it was a, it was a big step. It was a leap of faith. Yeah. And in that, I met my wife and she was really cool with how she would affirm things that I was saying that were kind of close to the gospel because there was, I was getting some stuff that was kind of right. Yeah. Uh, but she would also contradict in a gentle way and, and point me further to a better understanding. And then we started dating and eventually I started coming to hope as a result of realizing that if I wanted that relationship to work, there needed to be, it wasn't going to work with different faith agendas, so to speak. Um, and, and that was kind of how I ended up at hope and ultimately finding the gospel and finding in Christ that fulfillment that I was seeking for all of those years in my twenties and in earlier twenties. And so it was, it was really exciting for me because I had already kind of tested the waters of all these other ways that I could try and find life. And when I actually found it uh, in Christ, it was like, this is what I've been looking for all along. And, and then growing in community just further revealed that and growing in discipleship just has further revealed that. All right. Well, you just mentioned community. Let's stop there. Explain a little bit of how community people around you has really helped you developer at least explain a little more what you mean by that yeah we once I had kind of come to faith I was still kind of floundering trying to understand I would read like one bible verse I didn't really know what to make of the bible at that point and uh, I knew that hope was really big on community and so and they kept talking about small groups and so Allison and I my my uh, she was still my girlfriend at the time um, started to look for a small group and we got an invite from a friend to check this one out. Um, and it, I just remember the first night, um, or maybe it was the second night, but we did a worship night, which was just somebody was playing an acoustic guitar and we were singing the hope hymns. And I knew them at that time, which felt good, um, to know them. And we were singing and it was, it was really joy filled. And I just felt like this is where I was supposed to be. Um, and then in that group was really when I started to encounter the Bible a lot more and to have that accountability that has really spurred a lot of my growth in the faith. And then out of that, also in the community realm, but also in the further discipleship realm, getting into the off-road LDI program here at Hope was uh, very huge for me. Because like I said, at that time I was still a baby Christian and hadn't been exposed to things that I think people that have grown up in the church just kind of come to understand. And so I was still trying to navigate my way into uh, 
what it looks like to be a member of a church, what it looks like to be a follower of Christ. An off-road LDI and the cohort that I had in that was really something that grounded me and helped me to think about faith, live it out, talk about it with other people. Explain a little bit of what that is, how that works. Yeah, Off-Road LDI is a a program that focuses on the three pillars, biblical thinking, Christ-like character, and ministry skills. There is one teaching a month, and there is uh, two cohort meetings a month. And I was in a cohort of guys all pursuing the Lord, all excited to learn more about the Lord. And so that cohort provides not only a chance to reflect on the teaching, to think about what we've read and learned and understood, but also that community and accountability is there too. And so that was a really good experience for me because now I'm getting community in my small group, accountability in my small group, and even more so with uh, more gospel friends in in the Off-Road LDI program. And that was really spurring my growth because as I then started to be able to read the Bible for myself and think through these things for myself, I started to be able to study more and just spend more time with God's word and applying it to my life. That's cool. So what, um, what is life like at that point then? You, are you married yet at this point? We are not married. We were still dating, but honestly, the discipleship that started transforming me through LDI and as the gospel started to transform my life, it became clear that we were moving toward marriage. Okay. Whereas in the past, our relationship had been more rocky. Once I started to gain discipleship, we both were growing in our faith and we were moving along in our, in our relationship, Allison and I. And it became clear to us that we want to be in this for the long term. We're committed to each other. We think God is bringing us together. And, and that was about like August or so of the, the year that I became a believer, 2015. And we got engaged at the end of September in 2015 um, and, and then started moving through the engagement process toward marriage, which was another great process uh, of sanctification and growth and understanding the gospel. Mm-hmm. And now you have built-in community all the time, someone to hold you accountable. <laughs> yeah, now I have daily community every yeah, and accountability <laughs> with my beautiful bride. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's one of the benefits of marriage. Yes, absolutely. Um, and how then have you transitioned? Because you not only did off-road, which is an opportunity, um to grow a lot, be in, mm-hmm. be in community and cohort, but you now have taken a step to, you're like full-time intern at Hope. Yeah, so full-time LDI. So yeah, off-road LDI is kind of more of the, I'm not able right now in my life stage, either I'm a student or I'm established in my career and I like where I'm at. I feel like God has me where I'm at, but I still want to be discipled. I can do off-road LDI, which is about a 10 hour a month commitment. And so, yeah, really loving that and was working vocationally. Um, But the discipleship I was gaining through Offered LDI and as I got more opportunities and just involvement in Men of Hope and other areas of hope, um, I just felt a call to dig deeper, to go deeper, and especially in pursuit of ministry. And Obviously, being married, that's a big decision because LDI is an unpaid internship where you raise support. And so Allison and I had to really think about, is this something we feel like the Lord is guiding us toward? And are we ready to make that quote unquote sacrifice of giving up one of our incomes to pursue 
this LDI ministry. And another thing we're talking about community that was so important for me, because I do believe, and obviously we, we believe the Holy Spirit guides us be a sailboat blown along by the Holy Spirit and not a speedboat under your own power. And the Holy Spirit was giving me that guidance toward LDI, but that community piece was so important because as I talked about LDI with people and a, and a broad array of people, getting confirmation from them. Oh yeah, I see that in you. I could see that potential for you. I've had a lot of people confirm to me along the way what I thought the Spirit's leading was, which was so important to me because if there were red flags and I said, I want to do LDI and members of my small group or other people said like, yeah, I just don't know if that's right for you. That's got to be a red flag for me to think about. Is this the right decision to make? But I got a lot of encouragement along the path of choosing LDI through that community and making that decision with help from people in my life, not just my wife, although she was central. And her support and encouragement has been probably the biggest reason why Mm -hmm. I've been doing LDI. Yeah. Well, as we kind of wrap up, um, let me just ask, what's what's kind of a big uh, thing that maybe has been surprising or was expected but has actually happened? just an encouragement from your time doing LDI. You've been here now a few months full time. We love having you around. Mm -hmm. It's a joy to to get to do this with you. But um, I'd love to hear just what's something God's been doing, something encouraging from your time so far. Wow. That's a good question. I think uh, one of the first things that came to mind is the community that we have in within LDI. And the and the accountability and community that we have within that, and then um, one of the classes that we have is called competing with horses. It's a character class where we really focus on growing, understanding ourselves, and understanding how we relate to the world. And I think having that community piece to unwrap and reflect on all the growth and character has been um, very very essential as I think about applying the gospel to my life and living it out. And it has been, I have seen uh, just personal character growth in myself and my understanding of the gospel in my desire to bring light into a world that needs light. So often when there is just darkness and, and we see in our news cycles and things, the, the hardship that people that we're all going through, to so just want to be that gospel light following in the footsteps of Christ. And LDI has been just, really equipping me to see that God's reality is a lot better than our realities that we think are important. And so that's been that's good. been a true blessing. That's great. Well, thanks for sharing, Paul. Yeah. We're glad you're around. Uh, if you were listening, find Paul, shake his hand, get to know him. He's got lots yeah, of Yeah, I'd love stories. to meet you. Um, uh, that's all we have with Paul.